Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94, WIP, 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Let's get to a phone call before we get to... Some interesting audio that came out yesterday. Nick's in college. Joe, what's happening, Nick? Gentlemen. What up, Nick? Mm, I'm miserable. Listen, I'm miserable, and, and I'm going to scrap no out there, and I apologize if I, if I nick a couple of you guys. First of all, before Spike, you had, you had two fraud Philly fans on the phone. <laughs> First, you had Mad Mike, who just wants to see the sports city burn. And second of all, you had you had a Jalen fan on. He's not an Eagles fan. He's a Jalen fan. As soon as, if, God forbid, Jalen got traded for uh, – for love in Green Bay, he'd be a Green Bay fan and, and torch uh, the, the Eagles. Oh, you're talking about OG, OG Wade. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah that's that's probably great, great yeah. content. I'll say this great content, but yeah. he's 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 an he, Eagles fraud. Yep, he's he's more of a Jalen fan than yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll I'll say because he he says he's, he called you in 1972 when you first thought about sports. <laughs> yeah, which by the way, I, we need to fact yeah. check that. I don't remember but, OG uh, Wade I'll until say, 2019. I'll say yeah, I'll say he was an Eagles fan in 1972, but uh, I don't know about that. All right, listen, first of all, your buddy Nick Castos, I'm just dropping names down. Nick Castos, so what's, what's he call his show? He doesn't call it a gambling show. He calls it a wagertainment. Wagertainment, yeah. Right. Now, I, I understand that you got the kid next to you, and he's throwing out topics, and he, you got you got to duck and weave and haymakers. You got you know, like a boxer in a corner, you got to duck and weave. Mm-hmm. But you can't have him come to you with a torch and a gas can <laughs> and bring a topic up at 201. And then the day afterwards, you go, oh, disclaimer here, disclaimer there. You, the caller's going to call. Caller's going to say stuff. Mm-hmm. You step to the side and go, not me. I didn't say that. But you're part, you're part of the bus, man. You're on the bus. Yes. You're in the back seat. Yes. The seatbelt's on. You can't get out. Yeah. All right? Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, I, I'm so, good with it. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't begrudge anybody that didn't like the topic. I don't begrudge anybody who didn't no, like no. the topic. It's a question that people probably don't want to hear. All I'm saying is we didn't – Attribute it to a source. It, well, it does matter for my credibility, well, so it needs no, to be listen, clear. Listen, you're credible. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. Yeah, no, I'm just saying when the narrative starts to get put out there that we put a rumor out there as if we attributed it to a source or something, then it does need to be cleared up. That's the right. only reason why I jumped right. in. It, it was really just a hypothetical question. Right, it was a hypothetical question, and nobody said that the 2 o'clock show or the mid or the afternoon show is saying this. It was a topic, and we mm-hmm. all know that. Mm-hmm. So, um but it's over. It's over. Listen, there's two things that are over right now. The jo- Joel era and the AJ era. It's over. I hate to say it. I'm still miserable about the one in five Eagles that one ended the six. season the way they did. But one is even, I'm even more miserable now. One in six Eagles. Mm-hmm. And now I'm extra, I'm extra miserable because I had to watch those games this weekend. 
and my team's crumbling. And AJ, listen, we knew this was a problem. We thought it was a, might have been a problem against the Giants last year in the playoff game. Mm-hmm. And then what? Four weeks in, when we're one and four. No, I think we might have been four and zero by this. Ben, we lose to the Jets, but we were ten and one. And he was just, as we say in Italy or as Italians, miserable. He was so miserable. And now he can't even mention his godsons, you know, his godsons to his godfather. To his daughter, godfather, you godfather yeah. to, to his, his daughter. Son, right? yeah. he, can't, he can't, or daughter, goddaughter was to his god. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he can't mention his name. Mm-hmm. Like, ser- ser- it's over. Now, we, you might agree that. It's off season. We can fix it. It never gets fixed. Maybe one out of a hundred times. Well, listen. I hope you're wrong, Nick. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I hope you're wrong. Oh, I hope. Listen, I hope I'm completely <laughs> like, wrong. Yeah, I hope you're wrong, dude. I hope I'm completely wrong. But it's over, and I'm <laughs> miserable. And I gotta watch. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I gotta watch that freaking 49ers team. Oh yeah. I gotta watch an idiot coach cough up a win. He doesn't deserve to ever win another playoff game, Dan Campbell. Never, ever, 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 ever again. Well, we'll see if they're in that position thing. again. Yeah. I'm going to call, call you guys on Monday. Couldn't get through. The way you run analytics in games, like game seven, week seven of the NFL against mm-hmm. the freaking whatever, Tampa Bay or Atlanta Falcons is not the analytic numbers you run in the second half of an NFC championship on the road against the number one team with the best statistics. You don't do it. Second of all, if you like the 17-point lead, a three-score lead with 33 seconds left to the first half, how do you not like a 17-point lead with 6.58 to go in the third when the game's just about over? You go up three scores. That team's got to score three times. Not field goal, field goal, field goal. Field goal. They got to score mm-hmm. three touchdowns mm-hmm. to beat you without you ever scoring another point. But I'm so miserable right now, dude. I'm more miserable than man bike. But I have a that's reason to be miserable. Possible. Yeah, that's not possible. <laughs> Dude, I'm miserable. Appreciate. I love you guys. The sh- the show's great. But so is is Spike the the curse now? Spike comes Starting down to feel and, and like announces, it. Yeah. announces he's coming back. Does the Spike Eskin deliver? Hell no, right now. He sure doesn't. He sure doesn't appreciate the call, Nick. Although I will say, you know, before Spike left us, we had a Super Bowl in there. You know, he had a, he had a pretty good run. It's yeah. not as good as the Lakin run. Right. I, mean, I mean, the Lakin runs as he took over. Now, it's ended in a lot of heartbreak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's, you can't get the job done. Right. But, I mean, we had a World Series. We had a Super Bowl. We had the, we've had some good runs. Yeah. But Spike I, did get the job done. Listen, the run is not over with. It's not, it's, it's, it's not over with, man. I, I think, this, this, see, this is where we get into this little miserable phase, just like Nick just said, and everybody's upset. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's all fired up and, ah, everybody wants to yell about every little thing, right? Because the Eagles lost sooner than they should have, and we should be talking about going to a Super Bowl or coming off playing a conference title game. Embiid was supposed, supposed to be our next and only hope. He's about to, about to be back-to-back MVP. And then this happens. So I get it. Everybody's mad. I get it. Everybody's mad. It's not the worst it's been around here, and it's not as bad as it seems. And just just remember this, Ike, and, and I want mm-hmm. you when you, whenever you get down, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't like seeing you down. Yeah, pitchers and catchers in like twenty days, I, and I'm excited about that. Honestly, I am. <laughs> we need them. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I am excited you, about them. You know who needs them? 
You. Me. Yes. I, I, I need the Phillies. I yes. need the Phillies. <laughs> I need to talk about baseball. But they yeah. won't make a move. I think most people want you to start talking about baseball. So I've got a lot of stick to baseball in the yeah. last 24 hours. Yeah. Which on one hand, I think people view as, as an insult. I view it as thank you. <laughs> like, like, you know, I think I'm well-versed in all sports. But stick to mm-hmm. baseball means, hey, I really only want to hear your baseball opinions or, or I, I value your baseball opinion. Yeah, the problem is people only want to hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, you, we, we, we have an hour pregame show, right? I mean, pregame show. Yeah, pregame show. Well, we're, we're Before we come on the air, we, we, we're in our pre-show. A show meeting, yes. Yeah, show meeting, whatever you want to call it. And, and we discuss various things that we want to talk about and how we want to talk about it or what have you. We put ideas up there. We see whether or not it's a good idea. You got valid points to support it. We come and discuss it. That's that's what we do for four hours a day. That's part of this job Mm -hmm. is talking about things, giving people something to think about, something that invokes a reaction from them, not necessarily to troll people or any of that stuff, but to spark conversation, spark conversation. What? I had people tweet me, why don't you talk about the Senior Bowl? Really? Oh, dude, I saw that. Really? One. You want us to sit up here and talk about the Senior Bowl for four hours? The Eagles going to create more cap space. Yeah, hey, yeah, the Senior Bowl. Right, let's talk about free agency that's a month and a half yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's good. Right. The, 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 the armchair program. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, no, let's, no. I've got one better for you. Let's yell about Nick Sirianni should be fired and he shouldn't be the coach like that hasn't been going on for a month. For two weeks. Let's beat that into the ground some more. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It's it's. I, I love the, I love all the the uh, the cracks me up, man. Ideas, the ideas are out there. Well, speaking of firing Nick Sirianni, yes. and getting the conversation I know started. You want to get to this? Finally, finally, <laughs> again. It's just I, I appreciate the Eagles at least you know seeing how I see. You know, sometimes I lay out the vision and they gotta. I, I don't know if they would agree with that. <laughs> maybe not in the last twenty four hours. Yeah, yes, but I think that I was on to something when I laid out the idea of going after one. Bill Belichick a couple of weeks ago. Well, out of nowhere, last night, Greg Bedard on, on 98.5, the sports hub up in Boston, a longtime guy who covered the Patriots, threw this out on Felgram Mass. Probably the most interesting thing that I've heard, and again, this is just senior bowl rumor mill, is that the Eagles were very interested in Belichick if things didn't work out with Nick Sirianni and they could be at the front of the line if things again go poorly for him next year. Well, so didn't things not work out with Nick Sirianni? Like, what does that mean? They got blown out in the first well, round. We, yes, but, you know, similar to Doug Peterson, like Doug Peterson was coming back until he had that postseason meeting with Howie and Jeffrey Lurie, and they wanted Doug Peterson to do certain things, fire certain people, and he wouldn't do it, so he got fired. I see. Apparently, Nick Sirianni was amenable to all that stuff, so um, they decided for one more year that they're going to keep him. But I do think – Remember I told you guys that before the end of the season that that teams had already reached out to Bill, back-channeled on Bill. I thought the Falcons were definitely one of them. I'm now pretty convinced that the Eagles were the other one. When things were going south, they thought this might end poorly with Sirianni, and I wouldn't be surprised, given the relationship that Howie and Bill have, that the Eagles were one of those teams to back-channel through Bill. We were so close. We, we were so close to having <laughs> Belichick here. We were so close. And, and frankly, I, I do think it was a mistake. I would I would like to have Bill you Belichick here. Yep. And uh I don't so so the interesting part about you've been on a nice little run here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Gotta have a feel. Gotta have a feel. I just the, the greatest coach of all time mm-hmm. was one of them. If you want to start arguing mm-hmm. Andy, that's fine. Was sitting right in front of them. And and they're bringing back Nick in uh, I think, you know, because he went along with their plan. That's what Greg Bedard is saying. Mm-hmm. Again, 
next year they might have an opportunity to get Ben Johnson or Bill Belichick. But I like that at least they are 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 having a bit of a clear vision of adding Bill Belichick to this would have been a good idea. And I'm disappointed they didn't because I think that it would have them closer to Super Bowl contention. But but even though Nick Sirianni has been closer to the Super Bowl more recently than Bill Belichick, correct. Yes, I, I am well aware of that. Okay. Well aware of that. This is a ready-made roster. They need to fix the defense. I was going to say, this roster ain't ready-made. Bill Belichick would have fixed the defense. He definitely would have done that. And I think my biggest – one of the things that stuck out from the Belichick report there mm-hmm. is that this feels like a, a lorry decision from the standpoint of if he didn't think that Howie and Belichick could get along, like I think he would find a way to, to make that work. And it's going to be fascinating this time next year if it goes – Similar to this year, making the playoffs probably he keeps his job, and 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 the the whale of Bill Belichick is still sitting out there. Yeah, unfortunately, um, they had their chance if they wanted to hire Bill Belichick, if those things are true, and they didn't. And I, I'm afraid that it, it'll never happen. I'm afraid that it won't. It just won't happen. Um, for you, I'm afraid for you is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, that that, that is not going to happen. Um, because I do think think the team is a playoff team next year. I do what I do believe with a couple of additions at key positions and getting everybody back on the same page with the with the coaches that they brought in and the talent that's already assembled on the roster, there is a better chance that they make the playoffs versus not making the playoffs. Now the idea to quote unquote I can air quotes here, that if they have another season the way it, this one just ended, of course somebody it, it will probably get fired. But Let's say the six losses are sprinkled out throughout the season in a regular fashion, and you still go 11-6 and six and win this division. You firing him then? I don't think they would fire That would be four straight years he made the playoffs. I know. <laughs> Although this is, I think this would be the year that he probably gets the least amount of credit for, I, personally. Because I, I think that – I got to be honest with you. I don't think he gets much credit other than for people who defends him and says he didn't deserve to lose his job. Nobody truly gives him credit for the other success the team has had. It's gone to Shane Steichen or it's gone to Jalen Hurts. Nobody really gives Nick Sirianni credit because if they did, they wouldn't be so willing to move on from him. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just saying, like, like the way that I think the reaction to the press conference was, it mm-hmm. seems like it's, wow, well, like, what is Nick Sirianni even doing here? You know what I mean? At least in mm-hmm. the last couple of years, well, maybe he's in the offensive meetings. I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that the the Eagles finally got linked to Belichick, mm-hmm. and and maybe that this time next year we can rehash Belichick or Sirianni or Ben Johnson or Sirianni. I mean, that it's going to be on the table if they if they stumble at any point during this year. I mean, that's that's what this is. That's sure. what last year happened. Yeah, and I'm not hoping for that. I like Nick. I do, and, and I can like a coach without thinking he's the greatest football mind ever. Like, we had a guy who was here who thought he was the greatest football mind ever. Mm-hmm. Turns out nobody liked him in the building. I think Nick is very likable and relatable to his players. I think his players like playing for him. I, I you know, I don't need all of the histrionics on the sideline that you get at times with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I could do without that. But I think for the most part, he has well intentions. He, he is a guy who wants the best for his players. Can he be a little passionate at times? Can he be a little emotional at times? Sure. Sure. But for the most part, I think the positives outweigh the negatives. And I'm glad they surrounded him with some quality coordinators, experience that, you know, they can go out and make sure this team has some success. 
You know who doesn't get blamed for Sunday's loss? Because I wonder what his, what, what his role in Sunday's loss was in Baltimore. A Harbaugh? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves John, right? Including me. Hmm? I don't hear any blame on him. Yeah. I don't hear any blame on him about anything. All Lamar. All Lamar. All Lamar. Hmm? So I wonder, like, is he getting credit? Is he getting blamed? Uh, he's not. He's a CEO coach. I know. And now he's got to replace his defensive coordinator. And now he has to, again. Yep. Which he's used to doing. Yep. It's interesting. Last thing before we go back to the phones mm-hmm. here uh, on, on the Belichick. And that's not to say he deserves credit. I'm just saying it's, a, it's funny how. He gets the benefit of the doubt. You know, he's getting the benefit of the doubt. Right. Like nobody and you know, nobody's saying anything about that. Yeah. Although I guess before the, it was two years ago, it seemed like there's a real possibility they're going to move on from Harbaugh. I've never felt that. Yeah, well, I think it was more out there than obviously yeah. the, the last little bit. Last thing on, on, on the Belichick thing is that it makes me uh, hopeful that if they do move on from Sirianni, not that, I'm, that I hope they move on from Sirianni, mm-hmm. but if they do, that they're not going to hire, you know, just another, like, quote-unquote puppet. Like The, the right. idea, if you're going to back-channel and try to get Belichick, he's not coming in here to be ruled by Howie and Lori. See, there, there's the, there is the crux of, I believe, not just your argument or your feelings. I think most people. Is they feel that Nick doesn't have necessarily uh, a footing or standing to do things on his own, call plays on his own, these types of things, mm-hmm. right? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Is that justified? I guess if some people want to see the other style of a coach in there. But you you wonder, with the last two hires the Eagles have had over the last six, seven years, doing it this way, it's worked out for them. But I guess the, the counter to that would be they ended up in the same spot twice. They would have the success, and then it would be like it would be like it would be hot, and then it would be right down like into the not the toilet. The Eagles are on the toilet yeah, they right now. Into, but they hot. made the playoffs six out of the last seven <laughs> years. I know, but it's, think about that. I know, but it's been two head coaches in the, in the six out of seven years. That's also not very rare. Well, one was if he had been willing to go along with the organization, then he would still be here as the head coach. Like, that's sometimes what you got to do if you're Mike Tomlin. You think Mike Tomlin, who hasn't won anything since 2009, 8, 10, whenever that was, you think he still has his job as he, if he's doing things the way he wants to do them instead of the way Pittsburgh wants them done from an organizational standpoint? You think Harbaugh, who also hasn't won a Super Bowl, even been back to the Super Bowl in over a decade? You think he still has his job if he's not amenable to what the organization wants to do from a philosophy standpoint? No, he's out of there. That's why they got rid of Brian Billick after he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like some of these organizations, like it, it works for some of the organizations. Let's go back to the phones. Tom's in Vancouver. What's happening, Tom? Hello, gentlemen. How you doing? What's up, Tom? You know, I don't know, Jack, because I'm going to disagree with you again. But when I don't call up, it's usually because I agree with your point. <laughs> oh, awesome. That's good. <laughs> and 
I, you know, I actually did a film with Bo Derek. Oh, you did? You did a, what do you mean yeah. you did a film with Bo Derek? Yeah, pretty, yeah. The film with Derek. Did he, were you yeah. in a starring role together? No, no, no. It's producer. Ah. Oh. Yes. It was, it was called Frozen, Frozen with Fear. Frozen with she was, Fear. She was agoraphobic. Hmm. Okay. I mean, she didn't like leaving the house. Okay. Are, yeah. you st- are you still a movie producer? No, no. I got out of that. Nice. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't help people enough. So I, I got into health healthcare. Oh, okay. Health yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, so she is definitely a person. I can, She's uh, definitely a per- person. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. Yep. <laughs> and, I, and I'm also so glad that, to hear that uh, Spike was for uh, Jimmy Butler over uh, LeBron. I think that's yeah. No, I mean, anytime you can just pass up, you know, one of the three best players of all time for Jimmy Butler, you got to do it. No, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do think you're onto something, though, Jack. When it comes to AJ and you know, something fishy there, it definitely is weird, especially with that social media when he took down the Eagles, the picks. That's a, that's a definitely of concern. Now, I do want to get to Embiid, this Embiid point, which is the main point of the day, the main topic, and. I am. Uh, I'm in agreement with you about it being annoying for Embiid himself, and it might be annoying for some Philly fans. But I mean, seriously, like the there was a caller who mentioned earlier, and he's dead on when he said we went through this last year with Embiid, and he has it now. And we made fun of Elliot when it comes to the uh, both the MVP last year when he was going for it, and with the in-season tournament takes. So let's stand by these <laughs> positions and let's stop it with these consolation prize chasing and such. And Maury, if he needs to adjust the incentives in Embiid's contract so it's more aligned with winning a championship, then he should do it. And the other thing is Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse has experience with load management. He did it with Kawhi, and it brought them a championship. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it was yep. really it's something that he, he could do that. He could do that in this case. So I don't think, I, I don't think you need to give up yet. But I do think we have to accept that even if it means he's not going to qualify for MVP, you have to start doing load management with him. There's a blueprint there. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what it is, Tom. It's, it's always how much load management do you do with him. Because he has to be in shape, I, too. Like, yeah, he has, he has to be in Exactly, play. he has to be in and, shape. And it's just, honestly, it's, it's the reality of his body. Like, if he was 6'6", or he was six four. I think it'd be easier for him to stay in playing shape. Mm-hmm. When you're seven two, close to three hundred pounds, pounds, yeah. He played. He, if if your theory is right, and, and and I know Spike felt this way that last night was rust as to why he looked so bad. He missed like five games. I know. Like it wasn't like he missed a month. Right. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Right. That is a problem. <laughs> but we got to look at uh, we got to look at Kawhi. Kawhi also has a history of injuries. It's not just because he didn't want to play because he was getting injured. Yeah. And that's why they did it. And that's what actually even made him want to play for the Raptors. They sat down with him, Nick Nurse and the GM sat down with him before he got to Toronto and said, we are going to adhere to a plan. We're going to do this load management plan, and we're going to take care of you, and we're going to make sure that you're in shape for the playoffs. Yeah, and then he, then he left town. Mm-hmm. He said, he said, After they won. After they won. I appreciate yep. it, Tom. But, yeah, the only thing with Kawhi is the Spurs made that kind of weird. Weird, because they – Honestly, we're saying they didn't believe him. No, and he obviously did not take that very well. <laughs> yes, he didn't take that well. He refused to. <laughs> refused yes, to he play. said he would never play for him again. So that made that situation kind of funky because they said they cleared him and he could play. They didn't find anything wrong with him. 
And they thought he was really just trying to force it. He didn't want to play for Greg Popovich anymore. Right. So I, But he still carried that same sort of load management thing throughout the rest of his career. Yeah, I mean, he's playing more this year, which is good. You know, proud of you, Kawhi. You know, I, cause I, I well, actually, he played enough until he got that extension. I actually like – the Kawhi thing is such a shame. He got that three-year, $152 million extension. And they said, all right, I'll be out there. I'll, I'll, I'll get out there and play. 215-592. Meanwhile, nine. Paul George doesn't want to sign his. I know, which leads to the question, would they trade him before next Thursday? I mean, we have a chance leading into the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Clay, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, and LeBron James. I think all four could theoretically be on the table. And I would take Jimmy Butler over all of them. I would go LeBron, Butler, Paul George, down a few pegs, but still would be interested mm-hmm. in Clay Thompson. See, I'm trying to exercise the demons that me, I, I, I wanted to bias in favor of Jimmy Butler when they left. Trying to right a wrong. Yeah, I'm trying to right a wrong. Speaking of uh, LeBron getting swept in the Western <laughs> Conference Finals last year, yeah. Listen, man, he, I don't know if it counts. He put up numbers. Hold on, they <laughs> lost game one, one thirty-two, one twenty-six. Close game. Close game. Lost game two, one hundred eight, one hundred three. Close game. Lost game three, one nineteen, one hundred eight. A little bigger. A little bigger. Oh, pause. Yeah, uh, and they lost game four, 113-111. So he was right in there. He was in there. He was he was right in there. Uh, this Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring. Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Online at marks-jewelers.com. Hypothetically, would you trade two firsts, Tobias Harris and Furkan Korkmaz, for LeBron James? Ike, we're, we're putting out another fire. 4,000 votes. 60%, 60% saying yes, they would. You're darn right. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. On the other side, in addition to all your phone calls, we'll get to a top five of five with Francisco today. Speaking of a fire starter, Francisco usually creates fires with his top five, so don't miss that. All that's coming up on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.